Hi everyone, I'm Matt, the Friendly Board Gamer, and welcome to my 10 Minute Turd Aim podcast. In these podcasts, I will talk about a board or card game in 10 minutes or less. I will give a brief um, explanation of the setting, a brief rules overview, and then also talk about my final thoughts. No waffling, no gimmicks, just straight to discussing a game that you want to hear about. So this is episode 18, and in episode 18, we're going to talk about Viticulture, which is a 1-6 to player... Um, worker placement game from Jamie Stagmeyer, Alan Stone and Martin Monrad Penderson and published by Stormmire Games. So the word Tuscany brings visions of rolling hillsides, beautiful landscapes and of course vineyards. In Viticulture players take on the role of someone who has inherited a meagre vineyard in rustic pre-modern Tuscany. So you don't start off with much, you've got a few plots of land, an old crush pad, a tiny cellar and three meagre workers. But that's not going to keep you down, you have a dream a vision of owning and running a successful winery. So Viticulture is a worker placement game that is played over a number of rounds. Each round, players will allocate their workers across two seasons to perform various actions. And actions include things like gaining vine cards, planting vines, selling or buying land, constructing new buildings, harvesting vines, making wine, fulfilling wine orders and playing visitor cards. But these spaces are limited, as are your workers. You need to plan carefully and balance where you place your workers in the summer and the winter. Victory points are scored mainly from fulfilling wine orders and the first person to score 20 points triggers the end of the game and the player with the most points at the end of the game is the winner. So that is a very brief rules overview of Viticulture. So is Viticulture a finely crafted and aged bottle of Merlot or is it a bottle of cheap wine that tastes like vinegar? Well, let's find out as I now go on to my final thoughts. So for anyone that's listened to any of my other podcasts or read any of my reviews, they know that uh, The Friendly Board Gamer is a big fan of worker placement. So I'm sort of predisposed to like Viticulture anyway. The game has been in my collection a while now. So what is it about the game that stands out? Is it the theme? Is it the mechanics? So if I was to sum up Viticulture in one word, I would describe it as elegant. The rules are relatively straightforward and the action spaces are easy to understand and also explain yet the game can be super tight. For me, Viticulture is my jam. It's my zen game. Despite it feeling at times super tight and super tense, I find a level of peace and tranquility in this game. I don't know what it is about it, but it's just something that just strikes at me. Um, and it, yeah, it's just that sort of game for me. The theme um, does feel quite strongly integrated into mechanisms of the game, um, from the planting of the vines in the summer to harvesting vines and making wine and then fulfilling them wine contracts. It really invokes that feeling of running a vineyard and managing everything about it. The visitor cards are varied and interesting and can really alter the way you play the game with some interesting actions, abilities and combinations that you can create. There is some randomness in what you draw from the card decks and you can be stuck with white grapevines and red wine um, order cards but I've really found this to be a big issue and you can always go back to the decks and draw other cards to hope to get some better cards. At the end of the round I really like how um, all your wine and grapes age. Um, in value so if it gives you that maturing it, it feels like your wine's becoming a bit of a vintage building up your wine and creating new wines to fulfill one of them big wine orders to get big points it really feels good it feels very satisfying especially if you do it from an unconventional route such as playing a visitor card i like the addition of the grande meeple which allows you to go in a space that has already been taken by either yourself or another opponent i think the game scales pretty well 
And for all player counts, I think it works probably best at between two and four. Six player game can run a bit long for me, but it still works well. There's no issues with it. It's just my personal preference on the length of the game. One of the biggest choices in the game is when you move to the next season. So at the beginning of the game, you will only have three workers to begin with um, and there are action spots in summer and in winter and you do not receive your workers back until the end of the round, which is after the winter phase. So that will initially give you three workers to use across both seasons. If you use all your workers in summer, then you'll have a very boring and unproductive winter. And the tension of when to place your workers or when to pass, again, is a big part of the game that stands out for me. There's also variable turn order. So at the beginning of the round, whoever's the active player, um, and then in clockwise order around the table, gets to place their cockerel on what is called the wake-up track. And the position on the wake-up track determines turn order in for that round. So when you place your cockerel, and you receive a bonus which objectively gets better um, the lower down the track you go so you might get a better bonus but you'd be going last or next to last in turn order which might not be as advantageous as the action spots might well be taken so making that decision of trying to secure being first player which actually grants you no bonus at all and you know deciding how important that is to your plans and your strategy is a very interesting one and a hard decision to make if you're not too bothered about turn order and you're happy to go last then you can get an extra worker which is always helpful especially early on on. Um, and I really love this mechanism in games and I think it works really well here in Viticulture. I like how the fields have certain values and you can only place um, certain level grapes up to them values of the fields. So again, thinking about where you're going to place your vines and what you're going to do with your fields, again, is an interesting decision to, to, to make in the game. Each player also has their own player board where you can build certain buildings. Again, these give you different bonuses, different abilities, and some of the buildings are needed to plant certain vines as well. So constructing the buildings can really give you a leg up in the game. So for me, Viticulture just comes together in a nice package. Um, it's got nice flow of gameplay and simple mechanisms yet interesting choices to make and some tension there in the availability of the worker spots and it's just simple in its design overall but for me it just feels relaxing and a calming game you don't have to worry about too many intricate rules or minutiae of rules it just all flows really nicely like i said there is variation in them summer and winter visitor cards they all have different bonuses and abilities which can really help you out in the game and sticking with the wine theme, I'll just say that um, the gameplay flows like a chilled glass of Chardonnay on a hot summer's day, and I want to keep coming back for more and more and another glass and another glass. So as you can tell, I really like Viticulture. Um, it's been in my collection for a while and it's going to be in my collection for a long time to come. I don't ever see this leaving my collection. It's another sure hit from Stormy Games, and they really got some fantastic games in their range, and this is definitely one of them and up there for me as one of my favourite games from this publisher. So thank you very much for listening. Hope you enjoyed that. Um, if you want to check out my D4 Dice review and final thoughts for Viticulture and any other game as well that I've covered, then head on over to my blog at thefriendlyboardgamer.wordpress.com. You can also keep up to date with what I'm doing and games I'm playing over on Twitter. My handle is at MattThomason2. And I'd love you to get in contact. Um, any feedback, thoughts, comments appreciated, or if you just want to talk about a game, drop me an email at thefriendlyboardgamer at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening and, and hope to catch you on the next 10 Minute Turn Down podcast. Bye bye.